Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive, this place is no place for civilized man. Take it in the guts, Barry. And good morning, this is Annie McLaughlin here for Showreel and uh, <laughs> we're in the middle of uh, big changes at 3CR next door, the building has been removed and uh, we uh, not only are, have we got the airways to contend with but uh, in the real world there are big changes but uh, we press on. Uh, so today I decided on uh, Showreel that we would go back to basics and we would talk to somebody who's just completed a uh, Cert 3 in uh, filmmaking. And uh, this is Rachel. Rachel's uh, just finished her uh, Cert 3, at, uh, as she tells us, at Open Channel. This is an opportunity for all of us to expand our own creative spirit in this particular area. So let's hear from Rachel and hear about what her experiences were like. So, Rachel, can you tell me what it was that uh, made you decide that you were going to enrol in a film course? Well, actually, my boss, I work for a publishing house, wanted me to learn some skills so that I could go to Central and Latin America, where a lot of our publishing comes from, to do some interviews and really to flesh out some of the political ideas the books speak about. And so I thought to myself, why not? Why not? So I enrolled <laughs> to and see so you, what I you, could learn. And you enrolled into the um, Open Channel. Yeah, well, I looked around to see what kind of courses were available. And to be honest, I wanted something that suited my lifestyle as well, being a worker and a mum and everything that goes on with that. I didn't have the luxury to drop out and go to full-time school. And also I kind of balked at how much it costs <laughs> to do full-time film studies. And to be honest, I didn't necessarily want to be a film student. I wanted to just have an opportunity to get in quick and learn a few things and see what I thought about it. I just wanted to do a bit of an experiment. Well, first, what did you do? What, you know, what did they uh, show you? Well, I enrolled in a course called uh, Cert 3 Documentary Filmmaking, which takes you from the very beginning of filmmaking, from script writing all the way through production and camera work and sound. And it's like a massive crash course in, and, and in the film industry. And they're, and they're assuming that you're going to be a single operator making a small film of your own. Well, that's part of the coursework. But I think... One of the things that I learned in doing this course, which was quite a revelation to me, I'm very much a DIY kind of person. If something needs doing, you ask around, search on Google, figure shit out. But um, 
I've really learned that film is a really great space to work collaboratively. So I did this film all on my own, basically because I just wanted the experience of working in each part of it. But if I was to ever do something again, I've learned through the process as well that working with people who know what they're doing is a really great idea when you work in film. (laughs) So it was a real travelling experience, wasn't it? It was. It was good. It was good for that. Yeah, okay. So you've gone through your basic um, training, as it were, mm. you know, learned your scripting, um, learned uh, how to... Two-day crash course and how to use a camera. <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then you, to finish off, obviously, you're supposed to actually come up with some sort of product. What, mm. what was the uh, specifications that were, you were given? Well, they were of a class of, say... I think we started about 12. There definitely was a 12 at the end, but there were only two of us who wanted to work in documentaries, so the rest were working in um, non-documentary filmmaking. Sure, they, they were doing dramas. Yeah, thank you. Drama mm. is the word. And, and so did they uh, pair off? What did they do? How did they go about it? Well, a lot of people actually dropped out. I think by the time our course actually wound up, there's only four of us who have submitted films and all the way up to the end of the assessment period was really only four or five of us who were still there. I think it was quite overwhelming for some people or maybe what they thought they were getting into wasn't quite what they wanted or I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a variety of reasons. One observation I did make though is um, I felt very privileged to do this course. I'd turn up at night time and I was really excited. It's been a long time since I've studied and I had to move a lot of things around to be able to go to class and I'd kind of turn up an incredibly earnest student feeling really excited to be there and it actually really blew my mind um, the different attitudes people brought to that learning space. You know, people kind of just just didn't seem to care which made me wonder why you'd bother but uh, yeah, one of the first things about going back to study was that actually is the different types of attitudes people bring brought to that classroom yeah that's sort of interesting isn't it um well given that um you're given the opportunity to do these various things did you find that there was something in particular you liked to do well because of course filmmaking is actually made up of a whole lot of components yeah well i definitely learned that i i actually really enjoyed the entire process i i I enjoyed the production phase, I enjoyed the writing phase, the thinking phase, the actual doing phase. I enjoyed the whole lot and by the time I finished making my film I kind of came away from it and realised that filmmaking is a lot of fun. I can see why people want to do it and um, yeah actually through it all as well I kind of thought I wish that I'd known about these kind of things when I was at school growing up where I did or even my friends or people close to me. I wish that you know these kind of artistic opportunities to do. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, um, to come at it at a later stage. Uh, did you feel that you, uh, any fears that um, sort of stopped you from proceeding? Uh, sure. I think that very human thing of, oh my gosh, I'm taking up space, what the heck am I going to do with it? You know, is what I want to say valid? I think all that really normal stuff we all go through, but I felt kind of lucky in that because I had this opportunity at the end of it I never really made it too much about me I I wanted to just give it a go and I found that quite liberating actually you know like it's not necessarily about me I'm just learning some skills I'm seeing how it works and 
what it takes to make something and I really just tried to focus on that rather than let it get too much in my head. <laughs> Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. And at the moment you're on Showreel, uh, 3CR's... uh, partner program to uh, on screen which uh, is on on Sunday it's our other program that we do on film and it's particularly focused on Australian filmmaking and uh, obviously today we're having a chat with someone who goes right back to the basics the, the beginning process of a person who might want to learn a little bit more about how to make films for themselves and so we'll continue with our chat with Rachel who's just completed her Cert 3 in filmmaking at Open Channel. If you're interested in following up something like this from Open Channel just go online and Google search for Open Channel and you will get the information. So when I was thinking about interviewing you I was thinking it's like a a journey in a variety of ways so there's a technical journey how did you find the technical journey i enjoyed it to be honest with you i i enjoyed it i I enjoyed the challenge of it it's such a huge learning curve to learn so many facets of film there's so much technology and equipment and then you know there's one thing to know how to turn all the buttons on but that's not enough when you're a documentary filmmaker you've got to learn how to turn all the buttons on but then know how to do something with it so it's a huge learning curve but I actually really enjoyed that. And then there was as we were talking about just then the personal uh, journey too because it's quite emotional isn't it? Well I think it is you are with your idea or your project or whatever you've decided to do for a long time and Funnily enough, someone contacted me just a couple of weeks ago asking me if I'd be interested in working on a project with them and, you know, I responded and kind of tried to follow it up and then after looking at that person's work for a little while I realised that that, you know, even even though, you know, everyone around me from school or that kind of industry says just do it, you know, all experience is important, uh, the... Her work, although great, just had it just didn't speak to me. And so my kind of thinking was, because you've got to give so much of yourself to it, if you're not choosing something that speaks to you, then you're probably not going to do a good job of it because it just requires so much time. So, yeah, I turned that down. Also, you had a mentor, didn't you? I mean, the teacher was effectively a mentor. Yeah, we had some fabulous teachers. We were really lucky, actually. Open Channel sources some really great teachers who teach at all of the, you know, bigger kind of film places that we would know of in Melbourne. And they come and they run their own little specialist piece within the structure of our course. And I felt very lucky to have access to those people and the knowledge. I mean, I really appreciated that thing of someone sitting in front of you who was able to teach you from experience I think it makes them as a teacher much more humble because (laughs) they know their stuff and it's not a matter of knowing it intellectually they know it because they've they've done it and I found that that style of teaching it really resonates with me I can you know you have the opportunity to have a bit of respect for somebody and when that happens you tend to want to follow them 
So when you were going through the actual phases of making the film, to, I mean, quite often people feel like they're going to create the great masterpiece, uh, which is actually always foolish to think that, because generally speaking, you're not. But um, because you're learning, aren't you? Mm. Uh, so what did you find out when you were actually doing it? In terms of... The actual doing. Like, you started off with mm. a script, right? Yeah. You had to write the script. <laughs> How close was the end result from your script? Oh, nothing really like it. Um, so that would have been a big learning curve, right? It was, but I think doing documentary, a lot of that scripting process and that thinking process, because it was, you know, scripting was also one of the very first things we did, so we had a lot of learning to get through before we actually got to filming. But what the scripting process allowed me to do is to really think through what the story was going to be about. It, I felt when it came time to shooting and... Uh, I'm new to this, but I've been told, you know, it's very common. You t like the day before, I've hired all my gear. I've just driven around Melbourne picking up everything I need, and I get a phone call to say, oh, we can't be there tomorrow. You know, <laughs> like this is happening and that's happening. And I think one of the things I felt really grateful for is being the incredibly organised nerd that I am because I had it so well under control in my mind. I was able to roll off the punches. Okay, cool, you can't be there. I get it. There's no point in being you know, aggro about any of these things. I wasn't paying anybody to do anything. They were all doing it as a favour to me, sharing their stories, and it's a roll of the punches. And so, you know, that scripting and production process, it really allowed me to know what it was that I wanted to do so that there was flexibility. Okay, so we can't do what that schedule says, but I know later on in the afternoon we'll, we'll start with this then and then I'll pull it back together on the next day by going back here. So now, I think the scripting and the production work, if you really go there and know it well enough, I, one of the benefits I saw in it is that it allows you to be more realistic. Things happen. I was going to say that uh, having done a lot of events, etc., you start off with an idea <laughs> and uh, you have uh, a variety of key ideas that have to, or, or impressions that need to be got across, mm. right? And how one achieves those impressions can be done in a variety of ways. Mm. Did you find that, uh, if you understand what I'm saying, mm. uh, is that the same kind of thing that happened to you? You had a couple of ideas that you really wanted to get across. And it's quite interesting because it's a documentary. And I know that a lot of people might actually think that documentaries aren't stories. But that's actually not true, isn't it? Mm. Of course they're stories. That's what we watch them for. And um, I, I really learnt that along the way as well. That Yeah, it, I think good documentaries tell stories and they tell you something that allows you to feel like you've learnt something by the end of it and maybe not learnt something intellectually only, but you've learnt something in terms you're able to relate to something or be challenged by something, and a good story can do that for you. I'm also a book reader, so... <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but <laughs> I, I was thinking about, true. like, you started off with the script and you must have had some key notions about what you thought you were going to be getting across. Yeah. And... Uh, did you retain those thoughts but uh, achieve it in a different way? Yeah, I think I did. I, I I think one of the things I did in the scripting and the production process was uh, I really thought about, you know, what the story could be from their point of view. And then I tried to 
because of my coursework, really, you know, I had to put a circle around it and I had something that I had to produce. So in some ways I had to have control over that process because I had to finish something. But within that, I really tried to think of where a story could go and I put, say, maybe three or four turning points in there. And so how we got to those turning points was left... Well, I had to change because things changed, but I really tried to make sure that those turning points were still there in the story so that no matter how we kind of got there, we would still travel through that kind of territory. And, um, yeah, it allowed it, you know, the whole thing to be quite flexible and fun, actually. It was a lot of fun. CCR Breakfast Radio meets the people. So come along to 3CR Sustainable Breakfast Series, broadcast live from Friends of the Earth Food Co-op. Join us for breakfast tasties at Friends of the Earth Cafe, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood, or tune in to 3CR to hear what people are doing in the area of sustainability. From Monday, March 23rd to Friday, March 27th, starts at 7am and goes through till 8.30am. So if you're down on Smith Street any of the mornings, come down, watch a live show. Every show will have a musician and it's a fantastic initiative by 3CR and Friends of the Earth. Supported by Yarra Council. And you're on Showreel with Annie, our look at Australian film. And we've been talking to Rachel about her third three course, filmmaking course down at Open Channel. And we'll have the end of that little chat in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tale. But before we do, um, I'll talk to you about Sustainable Breakfast, which has been um, going on all week down at uh, Friends of the Earth on Smith Street, 312 Smith Street. Uh, what it's all about is that the breakfast uh, people... Uh, actually doing the breakfast shows live to air um, in an OB situation where you can meet your uh, favourite breakfasters, go down to Friends of the Earth and share in a a bit of free breakfast, uh, commune with like spirits and hear about the the happy, uh, good news in regards to sustainability. All those people who are working in your local area to create a sustainable future. Go down there. Enjoy yourself. It's 7.30am start. Uh, goes till uh, about 8 and uh, they would love to see you. Actually there's been quite a few few people going down there over the last few days. Tomorrow is the last day so uh, be there or be square. As I said, we're going to move on on Showreel this morning with uh, our little chat with Rachel about how to get off your bottom and learn how to be a filmmaker and uh, what it's like. Now, I know because I spoke to you when you were in the middle of doing this that you were time poor and it takes a lot of time. (laughs) So that caused you to be a bit frayed at the edges. But also you at a key point you had a discussion with one of your teachers who didn't seem to understand what it is you you were trying to do. Uh, do you think they were being provocative or that it caused you to become clearer about what it is you were aiming to do? Well, at the time... Well, just a bit of background. The film talks a lot about race in Australia and access and media and representation and the film very clearly talks about experiences of women of colour in Melbourne 
and there is quite some, I don't think it's strong, but they're also the circles that I walk in, language used, and uh, some of the feedback I got during my editing phase, uh, a lot of people didn't really like some of that wording, and it took me a long time to actually kind of process some of that feedback, because to me, it was all new, all feedback was good, it's all new, I don't know what I'm doing, it's the first time I've thinking even open premiere you know like I'm working this out the whole thing's work in progress but then at the same time I had to come which was also a work in progress is really kind of stand back and think well this is my project not yours so how much of that feedback do you take on what's it what what's valid and what's not but then also to kind of separate out the feedback one I was looking for more technical feedback how do I do things not what do I say so all of that was a great learning experience as well of being able to kind of hear that stuff and then know what to push to that side and what goes into that box and what gets left behind and what gets considered the feedback that I got it actually really put the whole project in the too hard basket and that's exactly where I put it (laughs) And I walked away from it, and I walked away from it for about two and a half months, just didn't even give it any thought. And then I went back to it and was able to see things much clearer. And also, given that stretch of time of not thinking about it, also helped me to put in perspective some of the feedback that I was given too. It's like I was able to hear it a little differently in a way that allowed me, I think, to make a better film than what I'd made at the end of last year. Well, that's fantastic. The other thing is that on a technical level, I remember you saying something that I learnt when I went to demonstrations and tried to film on, you know, fairly primitive iPhone. You know, I mean, everybody, I mean, I suppose it's not that primitive, but um, what you realise when you're there is that how long you should actually keep the camera (laughs) on something, all those kind of things. My camera work was so terrible. It was so terrible. And if I had a time machine to go back and do things again, it's one of the big things that I learnt keep your camera rolling and I know that I was told that 150,000 times through the whole process but I think it's one of those things you don't really learn until you're the one that has to take your camera footage and turn it into something yeah turn it into something which yeah. is the thing isn't it because you're not you're not only shooting it you're not just creating it you, you, to begin with then shooting it and uh, doing all those practical things like getting all the machines to, together at the right time, as well as the people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you also have to meld it, and that's the editing phase. So mm. you're obviously going to the next time you do something like this, mm. have some clear ideas about uh, what you prefer. Well, I think so. It was a huge learning curve this course and this project and I I definitely learned a lot from it and if I was to you know have an opportunity to go back and do something like this again yeah I'd definitely take some of those lessons into the next project (laughs) and and as you said you've got uh, four people finished and they're going to have a screening aren't they yeah uh tonight actually where uh, we have a screening at loop bar which um you know I was actually feeling really nervous about but I'm not anymore you know, you you make these things and then you've just got to let it go. You know, it is what it is. It's my first student film and I'm incredibly grateful to the women who are in the film and the stories that they shared and, you know, my part of it was to pull it together but really the stars of whatever this, however this might be seen, 
all of that applause goes to them and the story that they tell and I quite like that. <laughs> Are they going to turn up tonight? No, not tonight. This is a really small kind of graduation thing and I, I wanted to do something that, you know, maybe here at the station and we get some food and we get to hang out and, you know, talk a little. I, I don't... This event is more for kind of the students and I think, you know, the teachers will be speaking and all that kind of stuff. So, no, I, I didn't invite them. <laughs> so it was all it was all worthwhile? Incredibly so. I learnt a lot and... Um, I I really enjoyed it. And you're going to do more, aren't you? Well, we'll see. We'll, well see you'll go off to Central America and we'll never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> I think that before I go off to do something like that, just because of the work that's there, I would, would definitely want to cut my teeth a bit more before I go over. But I think that I need to really just jump back in there and have another go one thing I keep reminding myself through the editing when all I'd look at is all the mistakes that I've made is you know it's just like making the first pancake it's never the best one so (laughs) just keep on going and so that's the attitude I'm going to try and keep with this work just keep on going yeah I'm so Hey Jodie, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Oh, just in the words of the Pointer Sisters, hey? Why? What's happening? The new 3CR t-shirts are coming out. We had a competition. Kate Reid won it and it's so beautiful. It's got roses and a love heart and then the caption is, resistance is fertile. Oh, too deadly that, eh? So in order to get one, go to the 3CR website and follow the link to shop. And right. they're $30. $30? Oh, what a bargain. And 25 for kids. You'll be able to secure one for yourself because they're in hot demand. Yay, get one now. I'm so excited. Ooh, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Three CR Breakfast Radio meets the people. Check out the real so come along to Three CR Sustainable Breakfast Series, broadcast live from Friends of the Earth Food Co-op. Join us for breakfast tasties at Friends of the Earth Cafe, three twelve Smith Street, Collingwood, or tune in to Three CR to hear what people are doing in the area of sustainability. From Monday, March twenty third to Friday, March twenty seventh. Starts at 7am and goes through till 8.30am. So if you're down on Smith Street any of the mornings, come down, watch a live show. Every show will have a musician and it's a fantastic initiative by 3CR and Friends of the Earth. Supported by Yarra Council. And that's it for Showreel today. Thanks to the wonderful Rachel Kirby for sharing with us her journey through the Search 3 for at, uh, in filmmaking at Open Channel. It was illuminating and as I said, it makes me feel like I want to go down there and actually enrol. Uh, a a big learning curve. Uh, and don't forget the sustainable breakfast. Last day tomorrow, down at Friends of the Earth, 312 Smith Street. Uh, have a bit of brekkie. Have uh, a little chat with your uh, your breakfast uh, announcers who are going to be there live. Uh, coming up next is Published or Not. And uh, we're going to go out with Walking with Ash Grunwald. 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.